0: Hi, this is Amy Bowen. This is my Dog Days of Podcasting episode for Monday, August 8th, 2016. Welcome to Episode 1 of Movie Chat with the Movie Night Crew. Before we get into the episode... I'd like to explain a little about what Movie Chat with the Movie Night crew is all about. In the little introduction that I wrote for the 2016 participants list for Dog Days of Podcasting, I explained that I was going to be doing three different kinds of shows in my Dog Days of Podcasting feed. You've already heard my Thread Snippings and Amy Talks About Stuff shows, both of which just consist of me talking about stuff by myself. Movie Chat with the Movie Night crew is going to be a little different. All my recordings for that show are recorded when I'm with my movie-watching friends, usually at one of their houses. Movie Chat with the Movie Night crew has a rotating cast of multiple hosts, and the subject matter varies quite a bit from show to show. What you're going to hear today is a recording that I made a few weeks ago, and it's actually not the first recording I ever made for Movie Chat with the Movie Night crew. I've been making them for a while, and I am now finally premiering them as part of Dog Days of Podcasting. The reason I wanted to start with this particular recording was that this is the one that shares the origin story of Movie Night itself. I thought the best way to start off my Movie Night podcast was with the recording that tells the story of how this group of people got together and how they started watching movies together. So without further ado, please enjoy Movie Chat with the Movie Night Crew. Check one, two. We're rolling. Hello and welcome to Movie Chat with the Movie Night Crew. And tonight, the Movie Night Crew is only three people. Myself, Stu, and Jen but we're going to have a good time watching some movies anyway. I would like to start by talking a little bit about why we have a movie night, which is because older movies should be watched and appreciated. That's a good summary of our mission statement. So tonight we're going to watch an older black-and-white movie, one of the many black-and-white movies we've watched. They haven't all been black-and-white, but a lot of them have been. Tonight we'll be starting out with Treasure of the Sierra Madre, then we're watching The Freshman. I think, is it also black and white or is it later? Oh, it's black and white. Okay, great. Let's start out with what made us, or what made, was Treasure of the Sierra Madre on our ballot? Or was it?
1: No, I've I've kind of improvised it, actually.
0: Okay, so Treasure of the Sierra Madre was more of an improvised choice, I guess, and technically so was The Freshman. We were going to do. Um, Kentucky Fried Movie. Kentucky Fried Movie, but um, not really up my alley. So <laughs> instead, we decided to lighten the mood with another zany comedy from. What was that guy's name? Sorry.
1: Harold Lloyd.
0: Thank you. Harold Lloyd, who was the star of Safety Last, who, which we watched some time ago on one of the many uh, Spotlight on a. Crew member tribute nights we had, um, that was a fun one, and we all we liked safety last a lot. So I'm probably going to like the freshmen. And while we're on the subject of our mission statement, let's hear how and why we got started doing movie nights in February of 2013. I believe it was. I just looked, yep. just was just looking at the list. Please take it away.
1: Sure was. Hi, this is Stu and. We usually watch classic movies at my place. Um, there's a, one of our regulars, Jared Bentley, had been doing uh, primarily like uh, contemporary sci-fi and fantasy kind of geek-type movies at his place for you know for years. That was his, his fellowship. That's his group that he likes to meet with, his friends. Mm-hmm. And one night, we were sitting around our writing group at Village Inn, and uh, two of our members really were talking about how much like the movie Metropolis, the old the German silent that we uh, ended up watching later. And I brought it, I just sort of threw in... Yeah, Metropolis and Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is a great one, too. And they both looked at me like, what the heck is that? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you like... You love Metropolis, but you haven't heard of Caligari. And they're both looking at me saying no. And I said a really bad word really loud. <laughs> <laughs> and most everybody in the room was like... do we've never really heard you use that language outside of poetry before. And I was like, well, that's a great movie. I said, Jared... We kind of impulsively said, Jared, can I just borrow your movie night one night, and let's just, let's, get everybody come over, come over and watch Caligari, and then like, well, but you usually have two, right? Okay. And so we went around the room, and I asked, has I, who all has seen Casablanca? And to, to my surprise, almost no one had. And so I said, well, that's it, you've, you've got to see both of these, so we, we watched Caligari and Casablanca,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and from that point on, it just kind of stuck. Um... If you could see the the front room here, I have kind of a sparse uh front uh, living room and i, I didn't even, i my living room originally sought maybe three or four people, but I had a futon back in my office that I was using when when guests came over, so I dragged it out into the front room just for the one night to watch the Caligari in Casablanca and Well it's three and a half years later, and that futon's still sitting there <laughs> so yeah it's it it has been a heck of a ride. We've had our first few nights after that were kind of themed nights. Um, I think our very next one was How Batman Villains Came to Be, where we watched uh, The Man Who Laughs.
0: And Cat People. Yeah, I've got the list in front of me. Yep. Man Who Laughs and Cat People was the second one. Yep. And the third one was Metropolis, as yep. mentioned, and Freaks. And that third night was the first night I was there. So Okay,
1: so you, you, you picked up pretty, pretty early then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and we've just we've just kept going. Uh, we've sometimes I just choose movies. Um, I put together ballots where we'll um, where people will pick from a list of classic films what films they prefer to like to watch. For a while we went on a streak where everyone just picked their favorite movie, and I kind of took it on as a challenge to match that with something that either matched the movie or matched their personality. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think we've had a, we've had a pretty good time. I think we
0: have, and I and I were still going strong, I'm still a strong supporter I always appreciate uh, discovering new movies that I wouldn't have discovered otherwise and I think fellowship is important is an important part of of the experience here as well as it is over at Jared's Um, it's there I definitely call it one of the reasons I keep coming back and thank you so much Stu I very much appreciate your sharing all that and I think we should get rolling with Treasure of the Sierra Madre, Stu. you said you wanted to tell a story about well, Treasure of the Sierra Madre, which we just finished.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know much about, about much of a story, but and i don't how how spoiler friendly is your blog
0: um. And I'll, you can spoil it. We, spo- we spoiled most of the movies I've talked about. So go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if you, know, I, I'll hold back a little bit on the spoilers, but you know, when I, when I saw the ending of this movie, I couldn't help but think of Alan Moore's The Killing Joke. I, are, are, have you heard that? I'm
0: not familiar with it at all. I've heard of. I've heard everybody talks about it and say you should really read it. I don't have any idea how it ends. So.
1: It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It it ends the same way. Um, oh. If if you if you read the Killing Joe, which I'm assuming a lot of your listeners probably have, because it's it's pretty story popular. Words. Although yeah. for uh, with, with a different generation, such as my own, it's old people comics. <laughs> no, it's it's a well, it's, no, it's far from a standard Batman story because it's one of the most gut wrenching things that had been published in comics up to that point. But it ends with Batman finally catching the Joker and saying, "You know, you still could get help." Even after all the atrocious things he'd done in the movie, and the Joker says no, tells him this joke, which is probably very allegorical. I won't go into it now. And at the end of the at the end of the of the, stri- of the strip, they're both laughing together, just at the utter absurdity. And what, what, watching the end of Treasure of Sierra Madre, when these two two guys realize the world is just a huge co- has played this huge cosmic joke on them. Through all the tragedy they've been through, it, it, there, there's a certain resonance there. There's a certain resonance there.
0: You're, yeah, you're right. Okay.
1: Now, I, I'll, now I'll, I'll have to lend you the Killing Joke. By the way, you will. Oh, you'll love it. It's incredible. Well, love is a different story, but it's because it's, it, it's part of it hits you. It's you just like a kick in the gut.
0: I loved the part of Watchmen that hits you like a kick in the gut. That, all of the parts of Watchmen that hit <laughs> you like a kick in the gut.
1: Yeah, that's a great. That's a great book.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you're probably right. Okay. Thanks for listening to Movie Chat with the Movie Night Crew. The theme music for Movie Chat with the Movie Night Crew is Look Busy by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com I've always wanted to say that.